Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I am doing all right. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, it's a weird... All this is weird. Everything is weird for anybody who's expecting us to do uh, an interview with someone sitting in this chair between us. Not happening. Not happening. Not we, for... We could ask our neighbors. I guess so. But I don't know, like, where they've been. That That's true. And I don't know if I'm sick. Like, Ju- that, the whole thing is very... Yeah. Judy Gold, the, uh, the comedian who you might remember from the Comedy Central specials from the 90s. Yep. She lives upstairs. I see her yelling in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. We could always ask her. There's a woman who works at Trader Joe's who yes. offered to buy a bunch of stuff for people. Yeah, she put up a note in the elevator. Yep. That is very kind. That's what we need right now. Shout out to everybody who is staying home and dealing with this whole thing as best you can. I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you're all staying comfortable. It's a bigger thing than uh, a lot of people realized. It is a big thing, period. And uh, whether you're sick or have any symptoms or you're not sick, there is always the threat that you could pass it along to somebody else. I do hope everybody is exercising all the caution that we would do. Well, yeah. <laughs> I hope that uh, you're exercising all the caution that doctors tell you to exercise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what's, make... what's the weirdest thing that you personally find yourself doing, like, quarantined? Um, this. Yeah. <laughs> this. This podcast. Actually, there's a, there's a certain part of this which is not strange, which is that we work from home already. We record from our home already. This was a natural sort of thing. Uh, the unnatural thing is probably the amount of times I wash my hands. Yeah. I have, it's basically like every time I get up, if I'm sitting over there on the chair and I get up to go to my room, I'm like, I should wash my hands. That's very um, not selfish of you. I am not washing my hands nearly as much as I probably should be. <laughs> Any reason? Because <laughs> I want to get you sick. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I, I think my weirdest behavior right now is that I am like growing out like a, a Unabomber beard. Yeah. Like a quarantine beard. It's it's like a bit that I haven't fully committed to because I've never done more than, than this. Than this. This is like this is the most I've ever grown a beard. But you're you're not just doing this for yourself. I'm doing it for, for whoever's out there. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see me lose my mind, I want to have the impression of someone who has lost his mind. That's right. Well, we've been watching TV. Contagion. Or no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. We yeah. watched We're just the, living a ch- contagion. The, the HBO show Chernobyl, which... is not an escape. No, and these are the times when I wish that we could do a new episode of Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies. Yeah. And really break that down. But uh, I mean, we could do conference calls on this thing, right? We'll see what we can do. This is... You know what, guys? You're going to be in this with us. I don't think there's going to be much editing. I think we're going to be a lot of uh, trial and error episodes. And what we're going to do is... Uh, moving forward, call in on our family, our friends, uh, people that we know, people maybe we don't know, and just see how everyone is doing. And there is no better person to start with, I think, than our mom. Uh, if you have not checked her episode out of A Waste of Time with It's The Real, it's episode number 250. Please do listen to that. She's a great woman. Uh, she has great perspective. And she's going through this just like we're going through this. And we'll see how all this technology works. It's ringing. That's a good sign. Yeah. And uh, she may very well be our first guest. I hope Hi. she doesn't duck the Hi, call. Mom. Hi. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm well. How are you? Uh, we're good. No, no, <laughs> no real complaints on this side. Again, we're washing our hands like way too much. It, you know, we've also talked to you like three <laughs> times today. Well. And like eight I, times yesterday. I, and I, I'm keeping a tally and really it's... It, those calls and your texts from you and your brother Dan are just so welcome and um, and you know just much appreciated. But I also have to say, in normal times, yes, I would I would be calling you with an issue I'm having with my computer, but yes. I won't go into that now. Do you have any? I know you, you texted this morning or yesterday being like, I have a problem with the microwave. <laughs> can we can we solve that right now? I'm having a problem with my computer. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Well, you know, it is right. a it is a day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very minor, but it's right. something I don't know how to do. Okay. okay so All right. We'll get, Just we'll click get yes. We'll, we'll get. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. Mom, uh, how are you doing? Um. Well, I'm doing I'm doing well. I feel um, just 
very fortunate to have all the support that I do from friends and family, certainly. And um, there was, um, I mean, one one of the, though I just want to say this too, that um, I was so proud and touched and pleased to hear of your idea for this podcast because you are, you know, beyond your attention to me. Um, you are providing a, a real sense of support and community and at the same time offering up a chance for people to laugh with you during you know a challenging well, time thanks very much so, so there's all of that and I, I also want to say that um, one of the things that's helped me so much is is communicating with friends and family near and far through all of this um, last night your brother Dan FaceTimed me and mm-hmm. we don't usually do that. So it was really wonderful to see him. And, um, not that you don't I, usually talk to him. It's, no, no, no but I'm how, how is his talk. apartment looking? His apartment, I said, he has a very nice background. It was <laughs> lovely. <laughs> the scenic direction was excellent. Uh-huh. No, his, he, he, and he looked great. And I kept, I kept saying, you look wonderful. And he was wearing this red t-shirt, which looked fabulous. And every once in a while, I'd just say, that shirt looks so great. And then he panned over a little more. And I said, I saw the logo. And yeah. I said, it's, an, it's the real shirt. There you and go. And I said, I have that shirt, too. No wonder it looks so great. And I promised him I would wear my It's the Real red shirt. This is a great um, plug for our T-shirts, which are available <laughs> at itsthereal.com slash shop. Yeah, and too bad we can't mail them out yeah, because we, have... we can't go outside. But, you know, well, well, when this okay. is all over, our T-shirt sales are going to go through the roof. Sky high. But I yeah. promised Dan I would wear mine for our next FaceTime call. We no good. We would be in uniform. Yeah. Um, so, Mom, you do live in the same building as your sister. Are you seeing her at all? Um, we have not seen each other in the last couple of days. I mean, I think, I think, you know, I've been running around so much. I think she has too, to get all of our, our, uh, in our stuff for our, our mm-hmm. home inventories. And, um, that in itself was exhausting, but we com- have communicated a lot. I'm always glad in, in regular times, so grateful that we live in the same building mm-hmm. and, um, she, so, you know, I'm sure some point today we will see each other. I know she just went out to go to physical therapy. So um, we're a little ships that passed in the night at the moment, but all here, all here. And I had um, emailed her and my, a couple of friends on my floor uh, this morning, checking on them, asking if they're doing okay if they're all fooded up yeah. and should they need anything to read, my home library was always open. So that started all of them writing in and saying, you know, here, we're here for you too. And, and, uh, that's a great comfort. It's very reassuring in a city this big. And, um, and I, I, uh, I just feel very calmed by all of that. So, but yes, my, my sister and I will definitely be together and, and, uh, pop in on each other mom you know you're how... you're somebody who uh does watch a lot of uh msnbc i do you are somebody who's up on the news and uh we're always you know calling each other to sort of break news to each other uh, absolutely do you find that it's been overwhelming yet yes 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 it's been exhausting overwhelming um just head spinning it's it's almost too much to absorb so you know with a breaking news story that comes alone and stands alone and disappears the next day you have time to to absorb it all this there's there's no time plus you have to take care of your needs and run around before the stores close or get in line at the at the grocery store for five hours or something so i think there's just been um a real a real there's an exhaustion but you have to keep up with everything yeah i have i have noticed that i just saw governor cuomo on television he was phenomenal phenomenal a real leader uh presidential really uh, well, I think, I think more presidential possibly, than the current uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But my sister did call me and she said, are you watching? Um, 
do you think he'll run for president? And I said, well, not in this election, but absolutely, <laughs> I think they will. I think absolutely, and his leadership is, is so evident. And uh, Yeah, so, it's, it's been really, on the whole, really good to see the governors and mm-hmm. the mayors and certain business leaders really step up and fill the void because the federal government has been uh, a humongous disappointment. Oh, Absolutely. It's it's shocking. It's shocking how terrible and apparently the whole um, anti-coronavirus uh, assault has been led by Jared Kushner, which is frightening enough. So um, terrible. It, it, yeah, it is. And, and you know, I will say um, last night when I was sitting here and my television on and the word came about um the shutdown of the theaters and the, the uh, lives, yeah and... restaurants oh, oh the restaurants the bars the um everything. The schools everything in new york and i i did say to um to my friends in north carolina uh who are also sheltered in place in their small town in the mountains um that up here uh the the normal wonderful loud rhythms of our busy city have been have been silenced and it's very sobering and when that noise came i mean when when that news came through last night i felt i i think a sadness and a um, a realization of the enormity of this on all levels and this morning in the in the print version of the times and online too but there was this big story about um all the closures a full page story and how that was affecting the population of this city and um they had a uh, a subhead headline that said a threat to public health also affects matters of the spirit and of the heart yeah and i thought that's so true and in the context of that story i mean there were references to the fact that churches or houses of worship in general were were canceling their services and that separate and apart from that weddings were being canceled celebrations of, of other kinds were being canceled but i thought um in a personal way my heart feels has felt heavy not when i you know when i hear from you or i'm in contact with my friends or when i'm you know enjoying my reading or whatever I'm doing, but my heart is heavy for this country, this world, this time we're living in, and and the spirit, you feel dispirited. It's a very hard, hard thing to um, maneuver forward in, well, with all but of this. How, how are you uh, keeping your spirit up? I mean, like, I think it's important for people to, like, make their beds every day. I think it's important oh, yeah. to, like, smell good. <laughs> you know, like, I, I was... Uh, you know, moisturizing my hands, and I was just like, "Oh, this smells good." Like it, it makes uh, you feel like a, a normal, normal thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So for the, since since I moved back here um, from North Carolina, um, I stayed there for five years after your dad died, and we were there together. And then I I uh, stayed there on stayed with my wonderful friends for five years, and then I moved back here. And starting from when I set foot again on Manhattan Island. I've been keeping a wonderful things book. So every day in a little sort of pocket sized diary, I write down whatever's wonderful about that day. You know, if it's if it's February and the temperature got up to seventeen degrees when the day before it had been <laughs> That's a wonderful below thing. zero. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So So what was um, the wonderful thing from yesterday? I mean I know what today's is gonna be, but what was the thing from yesterday? Oh, this is definitely, yeah. So the wonderful thing from yesterday was was the call I had from Dan. There was a one, this is, and beyond that, there was a seriously wonderful moment when I walked into Whole Foods and A, there were no people in line, and B, (laughs) I walked down the the aisle where they have nuts and, you know, uh, popcorn and stuff like that. And I had been looking on the internet because Amazon has Whole Foods cashews, and they didn't have my kind of cashews, and I wanted one more pack. I have I have a few packs here, but I wanted one more pack of that very brand, and I couldn't find them online. They, had, they didn't have them. So I'm walking down the aisle. The, the shelves are decimated. Nothing there, not a thing, not a piece of dust, 
and there, standing proudly, was one last pack of the very cashews I wanted. <laughs> I fell to my knees. Yeah. I grasped. I grasped them, and I went home happy. Small victories, and you know. That was a wonderful thing. Um, the sun. <laughs> it was gorgeous weather yesterday when I was running my errands. I noted that. Um, there are wonderful things always, and I think you have to take a moment and. Uh, Jot them down, or at least commit them to memory if you're younger, and um, and and be grateful for them. Mom, have you bought anything that, in retrospect, you're like, why did I get this? <laughs> like eighty rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not hoarding I'm, the hand sanitizer, are you, Mom? Like the guy in I'm Tennessee? Not, <laughs> no, no. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I mean. I do say, I look at the ex- expiration dates, mm-hmm. and I think, well, if, if uh, you know, I don't get around to eating all the soup, or I don't get around to eating all of the whatever else, um, I, when, when this all passes, I'll be sitting pretty. I won't have to go outside to go, you know, in a... In a Raid storm to storm to go get some something for dinner. I will have it here, or you know, my millions of of um, kind bars. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, I thought that was one thing. I do have a lot of kind bars, but I I do eat one every day. That makes me so kind. And <laughs> uh, and um, I, you know, I I have stopped. My my apartment can't hold it anymore, and I. <laughs> I will say that um, I, my friend Lorraine visited uh, a couple of weeks ago, and she brought me some excellent dark chocolate. Oh, there you go. Discs. Well, yeah, she brought them to me, and I put them in the refrigerator. And I've been working working the supply down. Yeah. And my refrigerator is very full now. And so last night when I went looking for my chocolate. Mm-hmm. You couldn't I find couldn't it. Find them. <laughs> and so I was like, somebody, you know, like. A, cigarette, a smoker looking for her last <laughs> cigarette or something. And I was turning the refrigerator contents upside down, inside out. Where's the chocolate? Well, I'm happy to report that I come down. I found the chocolate. All is well. I can go forth. Yes. You sound like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> what a compliment. You sound crazy. <laughs> but, well, uh, cho- chocolate will do that. Jeff. I Yeah. Mom, yeah. um, we uh, we have been uh, you know locked in here. We've been watching a lot of uh, TV, YouTube clips. Do mm-hmm. you have anything that's in your queue that you've uh, kept sort of at the top of your mind, and you're going to watch at some point soon? Um. Well, I, you know, I I have to break away from my friends at MSNBC. That Every once in a while, little, yeah, takes a little work. But um, I do I do have a couple of things. Not that I remember what they are. Right. You you told me about the Hillary documentary. You should definitely going, watch the I'm, Hillary I'm, thing. I'm, yeah, I'm going to watch that for sure. And there there are a couple of other things. So. Um, I mean, you do have Netflix. I do have Netflix. I'm glad for that. And um, they did not have Netflix in the 1918 uh, yeah flu pandemic. They didn't. So how lucky for they us. They didn't. Mom, you know. Do you have wait? Do you have hot water yet? Is it back? <laughs> no. Really? Oh no, no! I think it just came back. I, it did just come back. I, my sister emailed me. Your, your your building is just the worst. The worst. The worst building. <laughs> but we have good people in it. No, no, no. That is true. It's just the owners are morons. Well, they are. That's true. That that's. Um, I told but... you. I told you this morning. When it rains, it pours. Except apparently in your shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's absolutely absolutely right. No, we're doing fine. Wait, we but do you have, don't have you don't have, have gas, right? Our head. Do you have, have do you have gas. you don't have gas right in your in your kitchen? Well, because um, that is for the last I think year plus year and a half, we've not been able to use our gas stoves because this is a very old building, and the building department finally. Um, brought the hammer down on many new buildings in this city and told them to have the gas lines fixed because there had been explosions in the building. I mean, sorry, no, in the city. Right. And they they wanted to uh, 
get rid of that danger, but it's been a very slow process. And yeah. so, no, we do not. So I, anything I bought in prep for this, um, this shut-in period uh, has, has, is something that can be microwaved or eaten cold. And um, so, yeah, kind of used to that. But, um, but, but you, you know, well, talk, just talk, I'm talking about um, 1917. I was just thinking that our, my grandmother lived with us. And so she was born in 1880. And I always used to ask her about the blizzard of 88, 1988, which was the 1888. Beyond, 1888, yeah. Beyond, um, you know, the, the snow came up to like midway <laughs> on an apartment building or, you know, just yeah. huge amounts of snow. And I was, I was a little girl and I was, always asking her because i thought snow snow day you know <laughs> no you couldn't go outside of your home because it was the snow was higher than human human beings and so um but i never asked her about the the spanish flu in 1917 yeah i think this is this is it's essentially that you know yeah, this is yeah. this is that level and i think that uh i hope people are making the sacrifice of just staying home on the whole it's it's so much worse for everybody if you do go out and you do, you know, share your handshake or you share proximity, and it's just something that can no, be avoided. And you know. no question. And, and in fact, um, Governor Cuomo was saying that he is working in partnership with the governors of um, oh Connecticut uh, and New Jersey and, and New Jersey because if we shut our bars and restaurants and somebody says okay i'll go to new jersey and have a good time and then comes back well nobody ever goes to new jersey for a good time <laughs> I'm, seriously i meant connecticut well, they don't go to okay 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 but if somebody you know goes far afield to find fun and then returns back um here it it um doesn't doesn't help at all and so hopefully everybody will hole up i mean on on the east side, I live in Midtown, and use, it's filled with offices, so it's really been uh, a ghost town for certainly the last week and, and even before that. But now I look out my window, and there are just no signs of life, and that's how it, how it should be right now. It, yeah. it needs to just be shelter in place, and that place needs to be your home. So Absolutely right. Yeah. But yeah. but you, overall, you're of good mind, body, and soul right now, Mom. I am. I have. You know, look at look at. Go look in the mirror. You are you and your brother Dan, my sister, my friends, my friends who've been checking in from everywhere, uh, other states. We're all in this together. I feel the love. I feel supported, um, and we will get through this. And. Um, and hopefully there'll be a better world on the other end. That's right. Um, well, Mom, we appreciate you. We love you. And thanks for uh, being a part of this Quarantine absolute, Radio. Absolutely. It's, and it's, we'll, be, uh, we'll be checking in with you. Anytime. I'll be sitting <laughs> by my phone. Nothing <laughs> much else to do. Okay. Take care. I love you back. All right. Be All well. Right, bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was good. Yeah. All right. We did it. Any, any updates on your end, Jeff? Uh, we got some more guests. Oh, great. So that's cool. Yeah. So... How are we going to do this moving forward? This is this episode is going to be coming out in the afternoon, right? And then we today. have uh, another and then episode we'll do tomorrow and tomorrow the next morning. day, and then the next day. Do, do you know what time day. we should release these in the morning? I don't really care. <laughs> no, I mean like time doesn't really matter. <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter. Ten a.m. doesn't matter. Jeff, do you believe in? You know. <laughs> yeah, like, you... it's weird because like I understand that that time is like a thing that we used to go by. Yes. But when you're inside for 24 hours and this, like this is this, our only thing, does this feel like a Monday to you? No, no. I don't what I don't know what day it feels like. It is Monday, it but is it, Monday. Feel, it feels like I don't know, like a Saturday. I don't it, even know. But no, but Saturdays are like fun. Yeah. Yo, what up, Jack Harlow? What's happening? What up with you? Are you are you sleeping? Nah, nah. Just you know, I'm a calm guy. <laughs> Very chill. <laughs> Uh, first of all, where are you? I'm in Louisville, quarantined in the, in my hotel room. Your hotel room? Yeah. Don't your don't your folks live in uh in Louisville? Uh, yes, they do. But are you are you gonna like? So you're not gonna see them, right? 
Yeah, you know, I'm kind of avoiding them. And, you know, sometimes, <laughs> I, come to, is sometimes this... I come to town and not everything needs to happen at their house. Is is this what happens when you uh, when you become a successful recording artist? Yeah, everything shuts down when you hit the hometown. It seems like it, man. I'm just hitting my stride and they introduced this virus. But, you know, <laughs> somebody... Somebody, uh, there, there is an, another artist out there who apparently has a problem with us, but he said that Jack Harlow is everything that it's the real hope they would be, and I'm here to say... That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. What a massive compliment. I know. <laughs> uh, how, how are you holding up? Uh, I feel good. Um, everything's straight right now. Just trying to stay ducked off and stay healthy. I'm hoping to take advantage of this time you know where we're locked away and really get to work on something well how long are you going to be at the in that hotel room so well i'm I'm actually gonna shoot a video today and then i'm gonna drive to atlanta oh dope are you driving there yourself no i got a little squad with me um and is everyone in the squad feeling all right yeah no um no red flags you're not out there like you know like measuring everyone's temperature (laughs) yeah no everybody feels good right now so and if they don't they stay away. Uh, happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you so much. Um, I know you were in New York last week. Yep. And you were doing a press run for your new project, and you were going to cap that off with a big dinner celebration that Atlantic was doing with Generation Now. And we canceled super early. <laughs> and that, that started this whole uh, snowball effect. And all of yeah. a sudden, we got an email from Jason Davis saying, no dinner. It's a wrap. So how did you celebrate your actual birthday? Well, I actually left New York early because there was no dinner and flew here. And, you know, I spent some time with loved ones. But, you know, I think there's like, how would you say it, like overstimulation. Like seeing so many people that nowadays just getting some time alone is kind of nice. So I didn't need too many people around. But when I got to Louisville, I ain't going to lie, we threw, we threw a big party. Wait, was it was it chaotic at the airport? when you uh hopped that flight back home in new york yeah it was dead really really yeah. even on the flight yeah wasn't that many people on the flight are no, you nobody was running up to you being like oh my god it's jack harlow or eric rosenthal oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no none of that no, I'm, I'm not experiencing that on a mass level yet but i do have security now are you the type of person You've changed <laughs> are you the type of person even even before this whole thing that when you got on a flight, you had the Lysol and you had the mask and you had the gloves. Um, I have, I had the mask in January when I first heard of this, and we were like the only ones in the airport with the mask. Before it became but cool. That was too cool, and I'd rather just risk it. Yeah. <laughs> it's too trendy now. Um. All right. So you're in your hotel room. Have you raided the mini bar? You know, this mini bar is not hidden. <laughs> well, what's in it? Let's take a look. Yeah, give us a live update of what's in your <laughs> mini bar. This is what the people want. Well, a lot of bourbon. Oh, good. Well, there you go. That, I it, mean, it you is, are in Louisville. Yeah. Well, I don't like dark liquor that much. Just uh, a lot of beverages, man. I'm more of like a salt guy. I, I would prefer like Pringles and things like that, but it's just, just it's beverages. light. It's light over there. Yeah. Well, how much? Wait, is how much what? are the? How much are like the snacks? Are they like eight dollars each? Typically, when I'm in New York, they are, but they don't have no snacks here. It's Nothing? Just drinks. Wow. Just drinks. That's kind of crazy. Uh, have but you? this is, despite that, the hotel I'm staying at, when y'all come to Louisville, this is where you need to stay. This is the top 10 hotel in America. It's the 21C. Oh, shout out to them. Excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you should, y'all should check it out. It's a, it's an art museum in a hotel, so. That's they awesome. They move the art around, so you wake up, and it might be, um, they have these little these penguins that are at the hotel not real live penguins <laughs> yo by the way there are real live penguins at the um the peabody in boston really no i think it's ducks jeff ducks <laughs> ducks not ducks. penguins underwhelming. underwhelming i know very very underwhelming uh, that's cool though have you been a... there's there's little statue penguins that they move around so you wake up and you might walk out your door and there's the penguin standing there in the hallway so it's just a cool that feels like that old like helen penguins. keller joke no it's where like it's just an elf like, on a shelf it is like elf on a shelf that's nuts jack have you been in touch with uh lake or canon or drama uh yeah daily what are what are they up to are they all quarantined self-quarantined and keeping to themselves 
Yeah, for the most part, I think uh, Atlanta's about to have some serious rules come into effect. So, and what's yeah, going to happen? Just... What's going to happen when you drive back down there? Like, you'll go to your crib. Do you have food already stocked? I don't have a grain of rice in my apartment. Oh, this is bad. Yeah, so I'm preparing. I got a little Instacart set up with a bunch of fruits and things. But you know, I'd be willing to fast just to experience that. I've never fasted. I don't think that that's the smartest thing. Wait, <laughs> you're willing? How how long do you think the fast would last? It's not like a day. No, you you can fast for forty days. I've heard. I don't. What? You you're saying fast while like the daylight hours are going on? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the thing. I thought I thought people just didn't eat. Period when they fasted. Oh no, I think that's probably incorrect. Yeah, no. Like so Jack, can't, Jack can't I don't want you to like. Days? Go off of like Instagram, <laughs> like advice, and just like waste away and then die. Like even I'm Gandhi was drinking. Die. I'm not gonna let myself die. Oh, good. I, no, not now. Not yeah, no. Not when you're popping. Not when your song is popping. Although it'd be very good for our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. How good? How how good and enjoyable was uh, performing on Fallon? Um. Super good and enjoyable, honestly. Hell of a guy. You met him before you performed or after? I met him the moment I met him on TV. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So he didn't do like the drop by backstage and say like, hey, Jack. I don't think he was able to that day. And I actually had press that day. So I came in and he may have done it for his other guests. But I I came in at rehearsal in the morning and then I was not in the building all day until about an hour before I went on. But... Nonetheless, he was very friendly, very cool dude. Uh, everything you would think, you know, the charisma was there. So that's like dope. Him. Yeah, we heard that he asked for you specifically. Yeah. Yeah, he handpicked me, so I was honored. That's really, really dope. Who is the? He likes the song. Who is the most random person to hit you up after hearing uh, what's popping? Slim Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> how did, that is random. How did Slim Jesus reach out to you on Instagram? Was it's crazy because I DM'd him like six months ago, like, let's work. And he didn't hit me back. And then after a drop, he hit me like, yo, let's get it. <laughs> um, so I know, and Jeff knows, you're working all the time. Um, you told us that before, you know, your single started like really, really hitting. We saw you uh, down at Mean Streets, like just working one night. You're always, always writing and recording how many songs do you have in the stash right now that you're like looking to release just whenever? Um, you know, I just dropped a project. So any songs I'd be looking to release for the most part are out. So anything that doesn't come out, but I probably have six to 10 that I feel good about still that are in the can, but you know, I probably have a hundred, 200 songs sitting. Damn. I got, I got just like a select few that I'm like, okay, this could be next, or somebody else could have this, something. Wait, what's the idea for the video for today? So it's uh, it's called I Want to See Some Ass. Yep. What's and, it about? <laughs> give us give us the ass. genius uh, verified uh, <laughs> breakdown. Well, we're kind of going the Western route today. Uh, like co- country Western route? Yeah, but y'all's podcast is so big that I don't want to say anything. I don't want people to know. For real, for real. I, don't, I don't want people to know what it is for jobs. I like the element of surprise, but that's what I can say. All right. Wait, I, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to like make my guesses, but I do have a guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, glad you're, you're not making it. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you text him afterwards and just I'm gonna, see if it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so overall, are you, are you feeling good? Are you like, are you straight, like, or do you feel like nervous about this? Because I mean, it's yeah, fair. No, yeah, because physically I'm you, I'm you're fine, but I have, ang- I have anxiety about it. Um, I'm feeling a little downbeat, just subconsciously. I don't, I don't have like a direct reason why, except for I'm pretty sure it's this. Like, you know, I'm not sick, but just seeing everything happen and you know things are getting canceled. You know, I, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I'm not saying nothing's ever happened like this, but I haven't experienced so. You know, but it's it's inspiring a certain mood in me to create. So I just want to get back to Atlanta, and I really just want to do cardio and 
record. Have you thought about doing any like live streams or uh, site specific um, streams maybe for all of your fans out there? I haven't, but that's a good idea. My mom mentioned something like that. Oh, shout out to your mom. By the Can way. we get her on the podcast? No. <laughs> why, no why, why, why not? We just had our mom on the podcast right before you. Well, you know that's that's y'all, man. I, I like I like my privacy. I don't want my mom out there. Just just tell her, um, or like drop. What's her Instagram at? <laughs> Let I'm people know. <laughs> so the plan for today is to uh, shoot the video and then travel back to Atlanta and then hunker down. And you have all your recording stuff in your crib. Oh, I'm hunkering. And <laughs> oh, but the studio is not far, and it's getting the hospital disinfectant today. Apparently. Is that right? So, and then I'm going to get one in my apartment. Well, that's dope. Um, Wait, how do you get that? The hospital disinfectant? Yeah. Somebody comes in and they just spray it down. Uh, my manager set it up. She's the goat. But uh, I don't know how they do it. And apparently it smells bad when they're doing it. But after a while, it's good. But it, it's like 60 to 90 days. Your spot is like disinfected completely. Whoa. And if you look out your hotel window right now, what do you see? There is a massive statue of a naked man his ass <laughs> right his ass is right in the window it's one of the most iconic statues in the city that's got 10 that's not the face. ass you're yeah. talking about in the song <laughs> no but yesterday when that song dropped and i looked out my window and seen that you knew what i had to do <laughs> but i um yeah and i can see the river this is one of the best hotel rooms i've stayed in not even necessarily it's a great room but the view is i have a view of main street like and the river and the statues is tight. Are your do your parents feel any way about you not staying with them while you're in town? No. Um I mean, I'm sure they would prefer I stay with them, but they also understand cuz my mom's not going near her parents right now, so. Yeah. That's just that's just how it goes. Um I don't know. I, they didn't go to my party either. <laughs> Yo, you have really social distanced yourself from them. Yeah, but not but why from is it so? Right? I mean, like, yeah, it's all like oh, yeah, everything is crazy. Yeah, I'm not playing about that. It's just, I don't know, man. It's scary stuff. Dark it, times. It really is. Well, listen, we appreciate you uh, being here for us, and we're always here for you. Uh, be well. Good luck with the shoot today, and uh, safe drive home, and just be safe in general out there. Great to hear from y'all, man. You too. Always. All right, fellas. All right, Jack, take care. Shout out to Jack Harlow. Did you just, like, hang up on him without, like, I felt like he was about to say, like, one more thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. What do you think that thing would have been? Go stream my music. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think now Download Queen on... (laughs) Do you think now... (laughs) On Apple Radio? Yeah. Do you think now is the time for people to release new music? I think that... Says the guy who is, you know, recording uh, a podcast. Every single day. Yeah, just for the people. I think that everybody's going to start releasing stuff, like, all the time. Because, like, it's the only thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's... I think it's probably right, but it's just, like, nobody's going to break through. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know if people are going to actually listen to this. You don't, I think, you don't that, think people will break through? There I has don't know. to be. There has to be a regular thing, because you're, you're not getting late night stuff. Right. Um, I'm sure... Or like, are you? I don't. I don't think so, right? Seth canceled. Um, but the news is still like people are still on the news and stuff. No, no, I get that. I'm saying like late night shows, and, like, like certain programs. I think they might still. I mean, Seth said that he's canceling yes. stuff. I yeah. think Fallon is still going. I don't know if Fallon's. I think Fallon's off for two weeks too. Hmm. I don't know, but regardless, I think now is an opportunity for people to get creative, at least. Yeah. You know. Um, I saw Lizzo did a a thing where she was doing like live yoga or whatever, or meditation. Um, it was just like a 30-minute a, a thing on Instagram Live where she was playing flute, and she was just like, you know, take this as you will, and she was leading people through uh, breathing exercises. That's dope. So I think that people were, like, doing different things I do to try and People who are watching time. that Instagram Live are probably, like, commenting rather than putting the phone down and, like, closing their eyes and just sort of taking it all, all yeah. in. <laughs> They're probably just like, listen to my music and, you know, fucking follow me back. Are you making fun of what I write? Yes. <laughs> Come to Brazil. Come to Brazil. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, we've we've finished uh, Chernobyl. Yep. We've watched a lot of 
Conan O'Brien clips. Yep. Doesn't matter if they're new or old. SNL. Watch like every SNL. single thing that's on uh, the internet. Do you miss like time on your own? Because uh, like I feel like this has been like a lot of us time. It, it honestly has not felt that different. Like I was cooking yesterday. Um, you went for a walk and I, I made soup to freeze. Um, so much of this is not... This isn't me being foreign. like, hey, no, like I've had enough of you, but it so, is just like, you know, I so want to know this, what your take is. No, so much of this just feels like a regular day. Like, it's just like, oh, all right, I'm working out of my home. You know, I'm yeah. thinking of like marketing ideas and I'm thinking of like how to execute this podcast or we're figuring out how to get guests. It, it doesn't feel like, you know, we have a lot of time together or apart. No, I think the weird thing is that everybody else is going through this thing. Yes. And also, like, you know, the fact that, like, you can't just go out and, you know, do whatever. Yeah. It Like, honestly, every now and then I'll put on CNN or I'll, I'll look on Twitter and see the news and that'll, like, either put me in a mood one way or another or whatever. And from there I have to, like, figure out, well, what do I do next? But that is, like, a chance to sort of connect with the outside world um, along with phone calls and FaceTimes and, and all this stuff. But... Honestly, it's for somebody who's worked at home for the last, you know, our whole career. Yeah. Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what this all is. But but it doesn't it doesn't uh, feel so so weird. It's not so weird to like have you go for a walk and come back or sit down. You know, you're on the couch and I'm on the chair and and we're, you know, sending over names between ourselves as to who to get on this thing. It's it's not so crazy. No. Do, you, do you feel like that? That we spend too much time together? Yes. Um. I don't think that we spent too much time. Like, I'm not annoyed by you in okay, any way. Good. <laughs> but, I mean, there is a thing where it's like, wow, all I do is spend time in this apartment with you. And so it does feel like a lot of time together. It doesn't feel different, mm-hmm. but it does feel – or it doesn't feel bad. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, I I would like to be able to do things, you know, on my own volition or whatever. Totally. It's just that there's not that option. I don't think that, like, you know – I'm dragging you down or you're dragging me down. I think you're dragging me down. That's what I'm trying to say. What I'm, what I'm definitely trying to say is I've had enough. Yeah. It's been one day of the podcast. It's been a week of my beard. Yeah. And I am. Uh, you've, had, you've had it. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, First and last episode of Quarantine Radio. Who do you think is the the, the most like reaching guest that, that you want to aim for to get on this podcast? I was gonna, I mean, the easy answer is Jay-Z. Hmm. What? Like, no, that, no, that'd be good. Oh. I was, I was thinking like J Cole might be a reach for us, but like yeah. maybe we can get them. Well, but I think that like, like okay, so we've we've at least interacted with J Cole. Yes. Jay Z knows who we are, which is very cool. Yeah. And like, not a flex. It's whatever. It's kind of a flex. It, what? Whatever. It's kind of a flex. <laughs> it was. It's a good flex. Flex, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, we're at the end of days. I want to start working out. While I'm, uh, while I'm, stuck don't in change this place. the subject. I do want to change Jay-Z the subject. I don't want to. Who we are. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that J. Cole would be a reach. Or I think that, uh, Jay Z would be a bigger reach than J. Cole. Uh, okay, agreed. Yeah. But, you know, we can, I think that there's like, um, there's no reason why we can't try. No, I mean, listen, we're stuck inside. Everybody's stuck inside. I wonder, I want to know what. Like, Jay-Z is not around people anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is he up to? Hello. Yo, <laughs> Big Waz. Yo, what's going on, y'all? How are you? Where are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm home. Where else should I be? All right, I need you to get off of speakerphone <laughs> because this is bad I'm for radio. On, I'm not on speakerphone. I feel like you guys are on speakerphone. Oh, well, we we're ki- not. We kind, we kind of might be because yeah. we're trying to figure out this, this whole situation, but... Okay. You can you can you can hear um, us. I'm, yes, I can hear you guys. I'm on the because I didn't want to use a Bluetooth because that's actually the worst kind of audio you can use for a phone call. Agreed. So I used the wire, <laughs> um, white iPhone headphones. Well, thank you for being brave for us. Of course. <laughs> Anything for you guys. Well, first, first, before we get into uh, how you were doing as a human being, I just want to say uh, shout out to you. And the whole Count the Dings team, who were actually, uh, you know, had their flights booked. We're going to come out to New York City, do a show here on oh, the yeah. 28th. Uh, it got postponed. 
um, which is really unfortunate because we were looking forward to seeing you guys. Um, but we know you guys have some some plans for down the road. And in the meantime, you're not only making content that we know about or that we're we're used to. You're now making cooking content straight from your home. And it's the greatest thing. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's funny because when I woke up on, I guess it was Friday morning, uh, it was like 7 a.m. local time here in Los Angeles. And I look at my company Slack, and I count the things, but the athletic, and there's already a freaking content plan. Right, <laughs> moving forward, because that's just the, the the life that we're in. Like, I'm sure it's not just the athletic. I'm sure ESPN did this, Bleacher did this. You know, Have you to. name it. They had everybody had to come up with a plan because there's no actual games to talk about. Um, and so you know, we count the games, which obviously were not as <laughs> huge as some of those other platforms I mentioned. We still wanted to try to do stuff that, like, you know, our community would be engaged with. People who know me even a little bit know that I'm really greedy and that I eat a lot. <laughs> and that recently, in the recent years, I've taken up, you know, just trying to make it food at my house. You know, um, I'm, I'm I'm a graduate of the YouTube Culinary Institute. Mm, nice. And, you know, that's where I've, I've sort of cut my, cut my bones. You understand? Or made my bones. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Cut my bones sounds it like a, bones. a Fargo plot. Yeah. <laughs> I cut my teeth. It made my bones, guys. So, so yeah. So, Dave came to me with the idea. Shout out to Sarah. Sarah, the pharmacist. Um, she's somebody who's a big part of our community and our team. And she actually came to Jake with the idea and presented it to me like, yo, next time you're making something in your house, have your girlfriend film it. Um, and, we'll, you know, I'll edit it and we'll put something together and, you know, just with some fun, different type of content. And I was like, whatever, you know. I watch enough of this food, these food videos to be an expert anyway, right? Expert? Um, okay. I, okay. I thought that the video was great. I thought the food looked great. I will say, I think your burger was a little bit overdone for me. Damn. Yeah, a, a few people remarked on that. And guess what? This is the thing. I watch enough of these YouTube videos just to know you can't please everybody. <laughs> if I would have had it... If I would have had it super pink and rare, or even medium rare, people would be like, oh, that's disgusting, you're eating a raw burger. <laughs> and so, just a little bit medium well, people like Jeff, of course, they're like, ugh, yeah. well, let's try. I'm oh, just saying I rated burger. it like, I, I did a thumbs down on, <laughs> on YouTube. Yo, Waz. I'm an expert blogger, Waz. expert chef. You know, you know <laughs> we did our, you know, you know we did our Rockefeller, uh, uh, live podcast three years ago. You know what a, a momentous thing it was and, for us. Yeah, and we uh, we did the audio, but we also put the video version out there on our YouTube channel three years ago, right? Right. It got eleven thousand views in three years for us, and I think we're like you know not some newbies. We're, we've been around, and sure, it was like okay, and YouTube flagged it for certain songs there and blocked the video. So we had to take it down, edit out those wow, portions of the video and re-upload it. So we did that the other day. Now our YouTube channel, which is more of a priority for us, has more subscribers, et cetera, et cetera. People have caught on to it and it's doing great numbers. But the funny thing right. is all these people who catch up who are just like, nah, fuck this. Who the hell are these guys to be able to do this? Number one, number, <laughs> number two, uh, why Where's isn't Dame? Dame Dash a part of it? Yep. And fuck this video because Dame's not a part of it. And then three, some guy was like, these guys don't even know who Christian is. <laughs> and then <laughs> they also, they were like, yo, why is this black and white? And it was just like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> so people will, will find anything to critique. Yeah. YouTube is, is, well, not even just YouTube. The internet is hilarious like that. But, yeah, man, who gave you guys the, the right to be fans of Rockefeller? That's right. And use your networking resources to organize a reunion? How dare you? <laughs> Yo. How dare you get bring people together and film it Was. and share it with the people who might like it? What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, Waz, where were you when you found out that Rudy Gobert had shut the entire NBA down? I was at the crib. 
crib, man. Um, you were at his crib? So, <laughs> no, I was at my house. Oh. So this is a funny thing. Like, like you guys, I work from home. And so this quarantine is kind of funny to me. Like, everybody's getting all stir crazy. And it's like, this is what I do every day. We were just talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't leave my house. I don't, like, you know, I go to the gym. I go to the grocery store. Um, sometimes I go to Boss's house, which is not far from here. Flex. And, you know, sort of hang out <laughs> or whatever. It's, Shout out to Tribe. Flex. Shout out to the Tribe. The guy knows five minutes from here. Um, <laughs> I, I, that's the thing, like, Nard lives on the other side of town. I would never go to his crib. So <laughs> You're funny. not even invited over there. What are you talking about? Exactly, exactly. Um, and so I don't really do much, right? Like, if I do, it's at night, really late at night. Um, and so I was at the house. And the Clippers were supposed to be playing the Nets Friday. Friday that just passed. And so I'm like, man, they're talking about playing empty games. I guess I won't have to go to fucking Staples for that. Because this is back when we were doing the half measures of, well, maybe we'll play the games in empty arena shit. So right. I was like, oh, maybe I won't be doing that. And then, you know, slowly but surely the news starts trickling in about something fishy going on in Oklahoma City. And I forget, there's so many freaking news breakers now in the NBA world, so I don't remember who actually tweeted it. But Chris Paul... He walks up to the Utah Vince and said, yo, what happened to Rudy? And they all waved him away, like, stay away from us. By the way, if... if, if Rudy's if, infected, you, we might be infected too. Step away. Oh, so they, they did say that. They didn't just say, like, get the fuck out of here. No, they told him, yo, chill. Don't come near us. Rudy's sick, and we might be sick too. And that's when, you know, the ball was about to go up in freaking... Yeah. In, in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Like, literally, they were about to tip this thing off. And then it was just like, you know, the league sort of stepped in. And a lot of people, you know, my colleague Ethan Sharp sort of gave the league grief. Like, why were we doing this in the first place? Like, this charade of playing the games with no spectators and blah, 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 blah. It's like, the information is out there. What's happening in China and Italy, it's not like we have a different brand of human beings. This is what's going to happen to us. <laughs> Yo, like, tell like, that to Trump. People are going to spread this shit. <laughs> yeah, make sure to add him on Twitter. Tell Trump, tell the fucking MAGA hat wearing people out there. Well, you know, the funny thing about that, which is not very funny, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, I saw something recently, or yesterday, where some, some church... The pastor at a church in Alabama was like, I'm not going to tell my congregation to stop coming, stop hugging, stop shaking hands and loving each other. Foolish. <laughs> Foolish. <laughs> you can't make it up. You can't make it up. Um, the response has been suboptimal. Um, you know, what people need to realize is that in China, they dealt with SARS and a variety of other things before. So they sort of have a plan and infrastructure and idea of what they need to be doing, right? Um, when I was watching this scientist dude on Maddow, and he's talking about, look, like, at a certain point during the lockdown, like, if you had to leave your crib and you go into a building, there's a guy taking your temperature. You register a certain temperature, they send you to the side automatically. They're taking you to the hospital. They're giving you a test. You fail that test, you get quarantined on it. Like, there's no... Two ways about it, right? But yep. you know, that's the government. That's a country where those people are kind of used to being told what to do by their government, <laughs> like at every single turn. So, of course, we don't endorse authoritarianism or anti-democracy or whatever. But that system is built to handle something like that in a way that ours just isn't. Fuck the infrastructure of where are we going to send people to quarantine, like for real, for real, right? Like in China, they had like hotels set up specifically for quarantine sick people. We don't have that here. Is the Ritz or the Radisson or are they going to be like, you know, let me, let's be patriots and serve our country? Eh, I have a hard time believing that, right? And then we live in a culture where, you know, people are just used to doing what they want when they want. And we all saw it this weekend on social where everybody's at a hookah lounge. You know, my nigga Night Train had a gig at, at Playhouse. I looked on his Instagram and it was packed. Friday night. I know Poppy and a few other places and restaurants and bars were all open and people were just like, I don't care. I'm just living my life. Nuts. I'm not going to die from this. I don't care who I infect. I'm living my life. And that's the culture here, right? And people are so proud of that culture. 
I do what I want, when I want, for myself, how I want, you know. Um, so I think it's going to be tough, and, and, and I don't even think this outbreak is left the driveway, man. Like, <laughs> this thing yeah. is just ramping up. Do you, do you feel any weirdness in terms of working right now? Um, I mean, again, for me, like I said, like, what we do not materially affected by a work stoppage because there's just so much sports content that exists. <laughs> you know, like, we're talking about, like, 100 years now of sports, more than that, of sports content that we can draw from. And, you know, we're creative enough, and I think there's an appetite enough for sports period that what we do is not going to be ridiculously affected. So, you know, I'll be working, right? Like, I feel bad for people who, you know, like if you are a waitress and they shut down restaurants, how are you going to make money? Yeah. You know, like if you are an hourly worker at some business, how are you supposed to make, make money? You know, um, me personally, I'm not affected, but of course I've thought about this stuff. You know, like it's not like, your mortgage is going to stop being owed, or your rent's going to stop being owed, or any of that stuff, right? Um, so, you know, of course you got to think about that kind of stuff. Yeah, when we've gone to the uh, the supermarket or when we've gone to, like, uh, the drugstore or whatever, I've been sure to, you know, thank all the cashiers for being there because, like, it They're could, putting themselves in yeah, the middle of all of it. way. Yeah. Do you feel weird, Jeff? About? About work working, putting this out. No. Does this feel like work? This feels like, like work, but doesn't feel like different. I think the weird things are like, you know, what happens, the socioeconomic stuff outside of our control, like watching the stock market crazy. and you're just like watching it crater. Crazy. And it's just like, well, what does that mean? Like, it doesn't personally affect me too much, but it does sure, affect sure. me on, on like, a, if we're going to do a deal with a company and the company is now going to be going through hard times. Well, also the money that we have invested. That's a personal thing. Yeah. And I watch that and I'm just like, this is not good. And you and you hope and trust that, you know, the guy who handles the money can, you know, step in and do what he can. But it's it's all bad. And the biggest thing is that it's all due to one person showing up to TV and saying all the wrong things. And that person happens to be the president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is kind of... This is the worst nightmare, the worst version of what could happen, right? When you elect a guy who's just not ready or up to the task of the job, right? Like, we haven't faced a crisis. Like, this is literally the first one, and it's, um, it's what? Nine, eight months, sorry. I don't know why I can't do that. Eight months from, you know, the next election, but, like, we went three years with no emergencies. No real actual emergency. Thank right? God, by the no, way. No recession, no uh, terrorist, major terrorist attack, or no, like, no action, no Katrina, like, no actual emergencies happened for three plus years. And now we're here, and finally, this guy, like, it's actually, like, matters whether this dude is competent or not. And the early results has been expectedly disastrous. Yes. Right? We've done he's three been, years. He's been slow. It's been ridiculous. We've done three years despite Trump. Yeah. Um, I did want to read this email uh, while we have you here, Waz. And, and I, I gave you a little heads up on it yesterday. I got an email with the subject line, Rick Ross. Mm. And this went through our website. Uh, this person has an official email. And he said, left field, I'm an Orthodox Jew from the Upper West Side, bringing Rick Ross to Uganda to perform presented by my company and it's a legitimate company that has to do with Africa. I know nothing about this type of music and would love to chat. Is it number one worth a response? Yes. And number two, what do you think this guy is going to ask of me? I think he's going to be like, yo, can I pick your brain? <laughs> this guy is bringing Rick Ross to Africa. That's, that's, um, that in and of itself is worth a, all right, I should respond to this email at least. Just the idea itself of bringing Rick Ross to Uganda just seems incredible to me. Obviously, I know you guys are huge fans of Ross's music. Just like you. Obviously, yep. yeah, just like me. 
Um, obviously, you guys have done an incredible interview already with Ross. Um, so yeah, there's interest there. There's like independent of what this guy's talking about. Like you guys are interested in the bare bones of this idea, if we're calling it that. You know what I'm saying? So of course you should respond to the email yes. now. Do you think should that you he thinks that Rick Ross is Jewish? West? I don't know. No, no, <laughs> he has a Google. He doesn't think Rick Ross is Jewish because one, he has to Google it. Two, he's bringing the guy to, to Africa. So I would assume anybody would be like, if we're bringing a guy to Africa. <laughs> yeah, but he knows nothing about him. Right? Not like, be a Jewish he, he might just be like Richard Ross. <laughs> you know, I he's like, I have no idea about this music. Well, what would he. But, 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 <laughs> what would he. <laughs> What would he be doing? I guess Rick Ross could be any type of musician, right? Maybe he's like a, a, a folk artist. <laughs> right, yeah. And he's going to Africa to play acoustic guitar. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it just he's going to speak like, at a church. <laughs> or no, a synagogue. Excuse me. <laughs> like, think about it, guys. Like, if he was like, all right, we're bringing this guy to... The company was like, we're going to bring this guy to Israel. <laughs> Maybe you'd be like, yeah, this guy's probably... <laughs> I wonder who else he's hit up. If he just hit us up, you know, the Upper West Side connection, maybe he Peter watched Rosenberg. the interview. Yeah, sure. Or do you think that he hit up uh, Robert Kraft? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yes, Rosenberg definitely got a look. Um, Leor Cohen mm-hmm. probably got a look. Definitely. Um, I'm just trying to think of prominent Jewish men in the music industry, which there are a lot. You know, I know that's like a stereotype, like a racial <laughs> stereotype or whatever, but it's a fact, though, right? Like, Rick Rubin, like, we can go on and on here. Yeah, keep naming um, Jews. This feels, <laughs> this doesn't feel like profiling at all. Jewish guys in the music business. Yeah, that's a, you know what, now that I'm thinking about the names that I could have approached, you guys should have been like 1,000 probably. Yeah, like, I don't understand how we got to be so high. Like, it's just like, maybe because, like, he looked in the Jew directory on the Upper West Side and he was like, hey, you want to know what? These guys are my neighbors. I have a spiritual connection to them. diagram of Upper West Side music industry Jewish people. Yes, that does sort of wind it down. Um, Maybe he should have expanded his Rolodex to the Hamptons. Yeah. Perhaps. Or... Beverly Hills, California. <laughs> why not? Why not? Yo, Waz, do you have any concrete plans for the rest of the week? Or do you take it day by day? I'm taking it day by day. Um, I, I want to work out outside, so I think I'm going to try to go to the park and do a South Peak Thug workout, calisthenics <laughs> type, <laughs> type of deal. Um, run, get some running in, do some pull-ups, dips, push-ups. Well, okay, uh, here's my but, thing about doing pull-ups in the park. My feeling is that like other people might be doing pulps in the park and you don't know where their hands have been and stuff. Right. I just got to do my best not to suck my thumb directly after, right? Um, I think that's... Well, because like, it spreads in a very specific way, right? Like, so is, is, if, I guess if you're not putting your hands in your mouth or on your face afterwards... <laughs> that would be... Yeah, I think I'll be okay. That'd be very weird if Waz was doing pull-ups and then putting his hands in his mouth. Yeah, but you yeah, that, Waz. <laughs> a strange to all of a sudden just start licking my fingers from that, like, wing stop or something. Yeah, yeah and then be... making burgers that are a little bit overdone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I stand by that burger, Jeff. Yeah. pretty good. You yeah. are a burger. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Waz, if people if people want to watch these videos of you cooking, where can they find them? Um, so you can go to at Count the Dings on Twitter. That's one word count the Dings, D I N G S. Uh, you can follow me at Big Waz on Twitter, B I G W O S. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that. Snapchat. Stuff. Um, it'll be on. Yeah, You're still yeah, on Snapchat. I still have a Snapchat. I still have one. I'm not. I haven't posted a snap in. God knows how long, but I'm still... No, but you that. lurk on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You creep. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I tweet fish, brother. I don't know what lurk... I don't even know what lurk means. <laughs> find that word for me. Um, yeah, so countedings.com. Uh, yeah, all of those places. We're going to be doing a lot of content. I know we're going to be doing a lot, Steve. 
for our patrons. Make sure um, if you like dope-ass content, uh, log on to patreon.com backslash countdown. Become a member. I think we start off at five bucks a month, which is like the cost of a Starbucks drink. So or an OnlyFans account, month, whatever. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, OnlyFans. I mean, man, I might be doing some research. And- <laughs> <laughs> The work stoppage. Yeah. Uh, was was yeah, just, just overall. Big overall, how how are you feeling? Like like, how's your mental? Just how how are you getting through? Like, you know, like I said, like I'm not personally worried about my own professional life. I think that's going to be fine. I know that's optimistic, but I think for the most part that'd be cool because at the end of the day, this is temporary, right? Um, this is not the sort of thing. Like even the recession in 2008 is like. Why do these jobs ever have to come back? <laughs> you know, um, why does our economy ever have to recover? Like, this, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty there, right? I think with this, because it's an ailment, and we've beaten other sicknesses before, and even China has figured out a way to get this under wraps. Although, you know, it's optimistic to think we can do it as fast as them, but there's an end in sight. So that's why I'm not too bummed out about it. Other than that, you know, it's just about thinking about your older loved ones and hoping that they're safe. So, you know, mentally, I'm fine. Um, I'm not worried about financial ruin and being homeless. So I'm good on that front. I've got food in my fridge. Like, I'm pretty fine. <laughs> yeah. good. Well, all right. Waz, we appreciate you. We love you. And uh, stay safe out there. Shout out to to, uh, to Tamar. Shout out to the whole Count the Dings fam. And please do not lick your thumbs after doing <laughs> pull-ups in the park. <laughs> Love you guys, man. I promise I won't be finger licking good and licking um, the monkey bars, guys, at the park. Uh, shout to you guys. Thank you guys again for, for reaching out. I'm, I'm happy to do this with you guys. Shout to the whole It's the Real community, man. Um, be good, y'all. You too. Yo, we'll, talk we'll, to you. we'll see you in Uganda. We're all going out yes, there. Sir. We're, bringing, yes, we're bringing the squad out to Uganda. Over. Don't worry. I'm going to send my ride over. It's going to be a well done burger on that ride. <laughs> Thanks, Waz. Later, y'all. Now you hung up on us. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that we, we made it through episode one. Yeah. I think it's good. I think it's good, too. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. All right. Well, great job. Yeah. Good meeting. <laughs> we'll uh, catch you guys. Oh, wait. As always, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Brrrat!